when I was practicing law and I decided that I was going to build a business on top of my full-time career as a prosecutor, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. All I had was hard work and determination to get it done, but I was really dragged down by my mindset. Now, at the time, I had no idea what mindset was, but what I found out later is that everything took longer, everything felt harder, and I was feeling like a snail when I could have been racing so much faster to the finish line. Now, there's no such thing as a finish line when it comes to business. But at the time, I felt like I was in a race against time. And so in this episode, I want to share with you three mindset makeovers that I needed to overcome to grow my business and that I help my clients overcome to grow their law practices. You're going to learn exactly how to know if you are falling prey to these three mindsets as well so that you can get the skills to move forward. Hi, I'm Dina Cataldo, a master coach and ex-criminal prosecutor. I created Be A Better Lawyer podcast for driven lawyers like you who want more from life than sitting behind a desk. You've been playing by other people's rules. Those rules have left you overwhelmed, unfulfilled, and feeling like a hamster on a wheel. I've been there. I was doing everything people told me to do to be successful, working late nights, weekends, and trying to make everyone happy. So why wasn't I happy? And I wanted more in life. When was I going to find time to find and pursue that? Well, I did, and I'm sharing with you my secrets to living a happier and more fulfilling life. This podcast gives you a lifetime of wisdom, mindset principles, and bedrock strategies to give you unshakable confidence, more time to pursue your goals, a powerful sense of purpose to uplevel your life in law practice, and so much more. These are things we were never taught in law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. When I started my business on top of my law practice, I thought, how hard could it be? I'm really smart. I can figure things out. I went to law school. I saw my dad build a business when I was growing up. So it couldn't be impossible. I knew it could be done. I see so many other people doing it. And I didn't have mindset. So I didn't have any foundation in that. But I had hard work. But because I didn't know anything about mindset and how it impacted my work, I procrastinated and I talked to myself like I was a jerk because I thought that if I told myself I needed to work harder, that somehow I wouldn't procrastinate. And instead of really getting anything done and making substantial progress and moving faster, I felt exhausted and I was grinding that grind really caused me to question whether or not I had the capabilities to do what I wanted to do. And as it turns out, that's pretty normal for anyone starting a business to really question their abilities. It's even normal for someone who's been in business for years. I lacked a plan. I lacked direction. And what I wouldn't have given for someone to have helped me just think about what I needed to think about, what I wanted, what I wanted my business to look like, and what decisions I needed to really think about in order to get myself moving. And yeah, of course, I had a ton of courses on how to build a website and SEO and all things social media and how to do all of the things, but I didn't know 
how to make a plan for myself, a plan of action that was doable, that wasn't going to have me killing myself and burning out, and to problem solve when there was a problem with the plan. Now, if you haven't noticed, planning is essential because it gives us a reference point. It gives us something to turn to when our emotions are high. So if we're in a high state of emotion, worry, overwhelm, fear, or anger, our ability to make quality decisions and make the best decisions for ourselves and our businesses decreases. When we're in a lower state of emotion, right, a a calmer state of emotion, we're grounded, we're calm, we're open, we're at peace, we feel neutral. Our ability to make better decisions improves exponentially. So think about this in terms of a very simple example. I'm going to use an example of meal preparation. Let's say you want to eat salads five days a week. Well, if you take a couple hours once a week to buy the food, prep the food, and have it ready in the fridge every week, you are much more likely to stay on track with that goal. You have planned ahead of time. When you're calm, you're at your very best decision-making abilities. And then when it's dinner time and you're driving home from the office and your brain says, you know, we should really stop by that new fast food place. You remember, wait a minute, we want to make sure we're eating five salads a week. And that is something that I can do. I have everything prepped. You can redirect your brain, right? Because you have a plan in place, you now have the mindset more easily available to say, oh, wait a minute. I have something available to me that is easy and a healthier choice, and I don't have to spend money on it and so on and so forth. Like you can talk yourself more easily into moving closer and closer towards following through on your plan. You don't even need to follow through 100% of the time. You just have to do it more often than not to get closer to achieving your goal. So I'm going to say it in another way. The state of your emotions determines your capabilities, and our mindset determines the state of our emotions. So when I help lawyers make decisions about their plans to grow their law firm, the biggest obstacle to making better decisions and implementing those better decisions isn't time or money or ability to take action, because my clients are action takers. Their biggest obstacle is always mindset. So in this episode, I'm going to give you the most common mindset obstacles I see, give you what you need to know to see if any of these mindset obstacles are impacting your practice, and I'm going to give you some solutions to these obstacles. This has been just so fun to think about this episode in part because I'm doing it in conjunction with a brand new course that I'm creating. It's called Precision Planning for Law Firm Growth. It's your step-by-step process to create your most profitable and peaceful year in the law yet. And I'm going to tell you more about that towards the end of this podcast because this episode is directly relevant to that course. I'm really It's my answer to so many of the problems that you're going to hear as we go through this episode because it is going to give you the solutions. It's going to give you the step-by-step. But I want to start with the mindset first, and I want to talk to you about each of these in order and share with you some symptoms, if you will, (laughs) whether or not this is impacting your practice. So the first mindset mistake I see is that 
lawyers are confused about their offer. Now, how do you know if this is you? You don't tell people your price in the consult. You feel tied up in knots when you talk about your offer to your clients and consults. If you're an estate planner or someone who works with contracts or other documents, you give almost unlimited redrafts without charging for your time. You give almost unlimited phone calls to your client without charging for your time. You feel resentment when you do your work on cases where you know you are undercharging for your work. You think your client is taking advantage of your kindness. Now, this all creates confusion, resentment, and disappointment in your emotional state. We cannot create clarity from this state. If you're confused about your offer, there is no clarity for you and there is no clarity for your client. So it makes sense that you would create confusion in your brain about how many calls someone gets or how many redrafts they get, or that you would feel tied up in knots during your initial talk with a client. If you're not certain about your price, you might also find yourself discounting your rate because you haven't made a solid decision and committed to that rate. So here's the solution to this problem. It's really twofold. First of all, get clear on your offer. Really take the time. Sit down. And I want you to do this this week. If, if this is where you are right now, do this this week. Commit to this because it will make a world of difference of how you approach your practice. You will save yourself so much time and energy and emotional baggage that suffering if you just sit down and do this. Get clear on your offer. If you have multiple areas in your practice, make sure you're approaching each and every single area separately. How much are you charging? What exactly are you doing within that package, within what you are offering them? And then review everything that you're doing the time that you're spending, maybe what your assistant is doing, maybe there's additional fees and so forth, go through your offer and check to see if that rate that you are charging is actually what you want to charge. And here's how you'll know. If you look at that number and you already feel resentful that you're going to be doing all of that work for that price, it's time to raise your prices. If you are busy in your practice, you are overwhelmed and you're looking at that price and you keep getting people coming in and saying yes to your offer over and over and over, it's time to raise your prices. Okay, just take this. If you take nothing else from this podcast, take this. All right. So the second part of this mindset transformation makeover I want for you is to really get clear on the value that you're offering them. And what I mean is this, when lawyers tell me that they're afraid to raise their rates or that they're discounting or that they are unsure what they should be charging, it's because they don't know just how valuable their offer is, what impact their offer is having on someone's life. An example of this might be if you're a personal injury attorney, let's say you have people coming in your door and they want your help and you give it to them. Well, what is the impact of the help you're offering them? 
not only is it giving your new client peace of mind because someone is helping them, someone is hearing them, someone is listening, you are also helping them create closure in what might have been a really traumatic incident. You may be impacting them financially, not just in their generation, but in the generations moving forward for their children. Maybe you are the only person who would listen to them or who would take their case. Think about the impact that has on a human being and how they move through the world when they feel like somebody cares about them. It's a very different experience, right? So get really clear on your offer. If you're an estate planner or if you do any other kind of law, criminal law, family law, when a client hires you, they're hiring you, yes, to solve a problem, but they're also getting all of this value that you need to make sure you're showing your brain they are receiving, the value of being heard, the value of peace of mind, of security, of ensuring that their wishes are being carried forward even after their death, of making sure that their divorce is as amicable as possible given all of the situation that's going on. Those are the types of things that we simply don't think about enough. Like when I think about my clients, I'm, I think about the impact the coaching that I do has for them, not just in their practice, but how is that impacting them in their day-to-day -day life, in their day-to-day -day interactions with their husband, with their wife? Like they find themselves suddenly feeling more confident in themselves and then they start bringing that into every area of their life. They start asking for what they want. They start finding out that they can get what they want more and more often. They start to ask for more things that they want. They start creating a life that they love and they never even realized it was within arm's reach. They just weren't reaching out for it. So what I am doing isn't just coaching them on time management. I'm not just coaching them on law firm growth and, and raising rates and building confidence. What I'm really doing is I'm helping them build a life for themselves that they absolutely fall in love with. One where they want to wake up in the morning and go to the office and they know they can do exactly what they need to get done and they leave it there. And then when they get home, they can be present with their family and they can see all of the things that they've been missing. Those are the kinds of things that we really need to think about with our offer. What is it that you're offering them? Yeah, you're offering them an estate plan, but you're also offering them this whole other life of freedom, of peace of mind, of not having to spend time on thinking about all of the things that could go wrong if they don't get it done. Like really sink into that. I would really spend 20 minutes free writing about all of the benefits that your client is getting because they take you up on your offer. And that is really going to change your mindset here. You'll no longer be confused about what your offer is, and you'll no longer be confused on the value that you're bringing your clients. The second mindset makeover I want to offer you is this, okay? One of the issues that I hear is that lawyers, and you might be one of them, I don't know, think that everything needs to get done right now. And if it is you, 
Keep in mind you're in good company because that used to be me. I used to think everything needs to get done right now. I felt really panicked. I felt really overwhelmed because it just seemed like everything was on top of me and it needed to happen all at once. And this is how you will know if this is you. You will get upset with yourself if you don't do something you told yourself you'd do, even if it's not something that you put on your calendar. You'll get upset with yourself if you don't do something you told yourself you needed to do, even if you step back and logically can realize that you just didn't have the time to do it because you needed to prioritize another task. You will know this is you if you have goals, but you give up on them partway through the month or the quarter or the year because you cannot see a clear path to accomplish what you set out to do. And all of this creates emotional states of impatience, frustration, and disappointment. This is not a place where you want to make decisions that are going to impact your practice. This is not a state where you want to make decisions about your prices or what your offer is. You don't want to be in this state when you make any decisions, okay? You've got to work on your mindset first so that you can calm yourself down enough so that you can think clearly. And one of the biggest mistakes I see here is because they think everything needs to get done at once, they start just making decisions like, well, I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't do that. And they just start cutting it instead of problem solving. Okay. So let's come to the solution here. So the solution is this. You want to create a plan for yourself that makes sense, whether you're making uh, a plan for 12 months out or you're making a plan for today. You want to create a plan that makes sense for where you are right now. And if you are listening to this today and you aren't thinking about 12 months out, you're thinking about today because you can't even get your brain out 12 months, then I want you to recognize that this is this is what you need to do is to sit with the overwhelm and instead of reacting to the overwhelm, say, okay, let me write down exactly what needs to happen. That's your plan for today. It's like, what do I need to get done? I make my plan and then I prioritize. Now, what I do when I'm working with lawyers in a bigger picture way, when we're thinking about 12 months out, three years out, we are thinking about things that aren't necessarily today. We're thinking about them. How do we stretch them out? Because we tend to overestimate what we can get done in a day, but we underestimate what we can get done in a year. So that really helps calm the overwhelm for them so that you can make decisions now for your future. Like if you make decisions now for yourself, for your future self, you're going to be coming from a much calmer state, just like the meal planning example. If you're planning your week on Sunday and you're prepping everything Sunday, you're doing that from a place of calm. You've made a decision. It's when you are on a Thursday night at five o'clock when you're driving home from the office is when your brain's like, oh, there's no way I'm going to have a salad if the salad is not readily available, right? So that's what we want to do is we want to access the prefrontal cortex by calming the emotions so that you can do the planning. So 
This can be done at a surface level for a lot of people. A lot of people think that having the right calendar is really what is going to be the the thing that's going to change everything, but it's actually how you use the calendar you have. Time management is a much bigger topic than this episode was designed for. So if you want time management tips, you can download the podcast treasure map I created to get a list of best of podcasts where I talk about time management, money mindset, and so many more topics. You can go and download that at dinacataldo.com forward slash map. All right, let's talk about mindset number three. You think your practice, growing your practice is too hard or too time consuming. Okay. This is how you will know if this is you. You have an amazing idea, but then just a few minutes later, you discount it as dumb or too hard to pull off. You sit down to think about your practice, but you draw a blank and you decide, oh, you know, I should just check my email or do other some tiny task instead. Another way you'll know this is you is if you have a horde of ideas for growing your practice, but you just haven't made any decisions around them about what to actually do with those ideas. I used to have boxes of ideas. I was so proud of myself when I got rid of those. I reminded myself I always have ideas, but I also now have a plan that helps me implement the ideas that I choose to prioritize. More on that in a little bit. You'll also know that this is you if you know that planning for sustainable growth in your practice is important, but you tell yourself you don't have time right now and you'll do it later. So the solution here is to stop working from your circumstances. We cannot solve a problem at the level it was created. So you can't solve your current circumstances at the level of your circumstances. You have to get outside of them. You need new ideas. You need to be able to stretch beyond the limits of what you can see in front of your eyes. So here's a really basic example. Let's say you're in your kitchen and you see a sink full of dishes. I don't know why I have this episode's full of kitchen examples. I don't know why. There's no reading into it. (laughs) No idea why. Anyway, so let's say you're in your kitchen and you see your sink is just full of dishes. It's absolutely jam-packed with dishes, okay? You don't want to do them because it looks hard and it looks time-consuming. It doesn't look like any fun at all. You'd much rather be doing anything else. This is very much like what the brain does when it thinks about doing things in your business it's never done before like intentional practice growth, like making a plan, like what we're talking about here in this episode. There's no one else in the house to do these dishes but you. You don't have a dishwasher. You don't have a maid to help you. So what do you do? Do you just throw your hands in the air? Do you throw all your dishes in the trash and just decide from now on, I am just going to use paper plates? Probably not as tempting as that sounds. So instead what you're going to do is you're going to problem solve, right? You're going to say, okay, where's the sponge? Where's the dish soap? Let me roll up my sleeves, get the water hot. And then I pick up one plate at a time and I clean that plate and then I put it down and then I wash another one and another. And sooner than you thought was possible, the dishes are done. So in this example, We just broke down a larger project into small pieces and started tackling the project one step at a time. That was it. 
That's what we need to do when we're planning for law firm growth too, because we cannot do it all at once. It's simply impossible. And when we look at the larger project, it can feel overwhelming. But when we think about each step individually, when we've really given it thought and consideration ahead of time, it becomes much easier to complete the project. Planning with precision requires efficiency, and efficiency is doing the right things in the right order. For the dishes example, super easy, right? You know exactly what you need. Unfortunately, not we weren't taught what we needed to do in order to have the mindset and the strategy to grow our practices, to grow our businesses. So that brings me to what I am so excited to share with you, which is my new course, Precision Planning for Law Firm Growth, your step-by-step process to create your most profitable and peaceful year in the law yet. So over the years, I have really been tracking what it takes to build a successful practice that makes room for a life that you love. And I've combined that knowledge into a course that gives you clarity on your vision. It helps you clarify exactly what you want, including the most important foundation you need to set for your practice to thrive moving forward. Okay. There's some very basic foundational things that law practice owners I've come to find out really just haven't done, which is look at their numbers and understand how to run a budget and their expenses. So you're really going to get clarity on your numbers in this in this program. You're also going to get insights into setting achievable and strategic goals for the next 12 months. So when you're thinking about your practice, you might be thinking, oh my gosh, I want to hit this number or this number, but we're going to really narrow that down. We're going to make it very achievable, very doable. We're going to make it so that, yeah, it's going to stretch you a little bit if you want that, but it's also going to be something that's not going to break you. We're not going to like try to, we're not going to put tons of pressure on you. We want to just make this into something that stretches you so that you will be taking action beyond what you thought was possible. And it is going to be something you actually enjoy. (laughs) And you're going to learn how to prioritize based on your goals. One of the things a lot of lawyers tell me is they just don't know how to prioritize. So I actually have a system for that I'm going to share with you. You are going to have the momentum to move your goals forward the ability to bring your team into your vision because you're actually going to have clarity on your vision. You'll be able to direct them to help you create your vision. You're going to have the know-how to track your progress and evaluate whether or not you need to pivot. You're going to get case studies and so much more. And by the end of precision planning for law firm growth, you'll have nailed down your goal for the next 12 months. You're not only going to learn your sweep spot goal, you're going to create a plan that makes sense for the lifestyle you deeply desire. You're going to learn how to take your idea generating for growth quantum, right? So new ideas spark growth. We need new ideas to think outside the box to stop working from circumstances. That's not enough. You need the mindset to implement. You're going to get the tools in this course to help you follow through on your plan. You're going to feel grounded with purpose. The biggest misconception people have about achieving goals is that they need willpower. And really what you need is focus. Focus requires sustainability because focus is energy, right? We put our attention somewhere, it's going to take energy. So without sustainability, you're going to have your energy scattered in a million directions. So you are going to make a plan to help you focus even when life happens. You're going to prioritize your most 
impactful actions and weed out the rest. So one of the biggest causes of overwhelm is not prioritizing. And that's why you'll get a step-by-step process to prioritize what's most important for you to focus your time and energy on to grow your firm most efficiently. You're going to create a non-negotiable plan to maintain your well-being. Now, you're a high achiever. You're used to hard work. But as time goes by, we can burn ourselves out. I know this from personal experience. Growing a business does not have to be at your expense. You will create non-negotiables to keep you feeling at your best. You will also have specific monthly actions set ahead of time to achieve your goal. So we tend to overestimate what we can accomplish in short periods of time and underestimate what we can accomplish in longer periods of time. And that's why in this course, you're going to run your plan through a filter. And when you do, you will have a plan that allows room for the lifestyle you want to create for yourself. But above all else, precision planning for law firm growth will give you the confidence to finally take action to create the firm and the lifestyle you want while giving yourself freedom and the security that you crave. Now, if this sounds like a dream course to you, I want you to go over to dinacataldo.com forward slash precision planning and join the waitlist now. The benefit of being on the waitlist now is that you will be the first to hear about the new bonuses I'm adding in the course. They're going to be so good. It's going to be so fun. And you're going to hear about the celebrations I'm doing in the lead up to this brand new course. I haven't seen anything like it online, and I think you'll agree it's one of a kind. You can join the waitlist and be the first to know about everything as it happens at dinacataldo.com forward slash precision planning. And if you are ready to work with me one-on-one to end overwhelm for good and finally feel in control of your practice and its direction, book a strategy session with me. You can do that at dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. As always, what you want matters and it's within your power to make it happen. 